0: Lion that dwelleth with the daughter of Babylon. For thus saith Yahweh of hosts, After the glory hath he sent me unto the nations which spoiled you. For he that toucheth you toucheth the apple of his eye. Shalom, brothers and sisters. I'm Brother Jonas, and the title of this video is What Happens After the One Thousand Years? I've given you a lot of doom and gloom lately and we know these things must take place before we can receive our rest at home in Jerusalem so I thought I would share my thoughts on some things that might give you some comfort and help show you what you too should be considering we can only imagine what will happen in the kingdom and beyond and I have a very good imagination and I'm sure I can't even come close to the possibilities of what's going to happen after the 1,000 years, but I try. Why do I try? The Bible tells us to set our affections on heavenly things. We're not to think all the time about what's going on in the world around us. A lot of it is craziness, a lot of it is uh, things that must take place that we're seeing now with this coronavirus. And We should take time to rest our minds and think on the most high because all these things are happening for us. They must happen to this world as part of their punishment before we can go home. So what does the Bible tells us about setting our affections on heavenly things? Let's look at Colossians three verse one. If ye then be risen with Christ, Seek those things which are above, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of the Most High. Set your affections on things above, set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. New Jerusalem, the mother of us all, this is Yahuasai's Father's house. This is our Heavenly Father, Yahweh's house, New Jerusalem. And it has many mansions. Now, I've had somebody when I was in the Christian church tell me, oh, no, it don't really mean that there are a whole bunch of mansions in there. And, you know, I didn't pay him any attention at that time because I know he didn't know what he was talking about. This scripture that I'm going to show you is clear. And it has many mansions let's go to John 14 verse 2 in my father's house are many mansions this is Yahweh telling us through John that in his father's house Yahweh's house are many mansions if it were not so I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you now Yahweh is not just Uh, blowing smoke or just talking to be talking he's telling us a fact that inside New Jerusalem are many mansions and those mansions are for somebody hmm I wonder who we're gonna find out a little bit later so we see New Jerusalem has many mansions for the Israelites and our mansions will be greater than any mansion man has ever made our mansions will make Downton Abbey and Biltmore Stakes look like dog houses that's right look like dog houses every Israelite will have one because we are members of the heavenly royal family and Christ told us he go to prepare a place for us let's get more information of our soon to be new city with our new cribs revelations 21 verse 1 and i saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea all this water we see on this planet today is going to go away when the new heaven and a new earth is, is renovated and made over it's going to be primarily land where we can stretch out, where the nations can stretch out. This earth and heaven atmosphere will be refurbished and made pure for Yahweh to dwell with us. How big is New Jerusalem to hold all of the Israelite mansions? I hope you can visualize the math in the description of New Jerusalem. Revelations 21 verse two. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from the Most High out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Yea, brothers and sisters, yea, not made in China, but made in heaven, where quality cannot be exceeded. Verse 3, And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, The tabernacle of the most high is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people. And the most high himself shall be with them and be their Elohim. Now, all of the people of the nations that are judged righteous are now living with us and are our people, but not our brothers and sisters. Our Elohim will be their Elohim. They will not be living in New Jerusalem. I'm talking about this is what takes place after the great white throne judgment. Revelations 21 verse 9. And there came unto me one of the seven angels which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues. And talked with me saying come hither I will show thee the bride the lamb's wife and he carried me away into the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the Holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from the most high, having the glory of the most high and her light was like unto a stone, most precious, even like a Jasper stone, clear as crystal. And I had a wall great and high and had 12 gates, and at the gates, twelve angels, and the names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. So there are twelve gates, three on each side, and an angel at each gate that only allow Israelites to enter. Each gate had the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. I wonder why. That's because only the Israelites will be able to go into New Jerusalem. Revelations 21 verse 13. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and in them the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb there are 12 foundations each with the name of one of the 12 apostles the first 13 apostles minus Judas Iscariot verse 15 and he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city and the gates thereof and the wall thereof and the city lieth four square meaning the city was square New Jerusalem is Kind of like a block, and the length is as large as the breadth, and he measured the city with the reed, twelve thousand furlongs. The length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. This calculate out to approximately fifteen hundred miles long, fifteen hundred miles wide, fifteen hundred miles high. Now I know. This is hard to picture. It's like a softball with a dice on it. So if you can picture a softball and and put a dice on top of it or on the one o'clock position of it or two o'clock position of it, that is kind of like what the earth will look like with new Jerusalem on it. A city of that size can easily hold millions of God sized mansions. Even though we talk about it and have some particulars about what it looks like, we still can't come close to imagine what it will look like. But we are told to think on heavenly things as opposed to garbage things of this world. Revelations 21, verse 17 And he measured the wall thereof an hundred and forty and four cubits. According to the measure of a man, that is, of the angel. The wall would be about 216 feet high. Verse 18 And the building of the wall of it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. A wall of jasper. And it was like pure gold, and none of us has seen pure gold we think we have but we haven't this pure gold was like clear glass that's how refined this gold is verse 19 and the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones the first foundation was jasper the second sapphire the third chalcedony the fourth an emerald The fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the 10th chrysoparsus, the 11th jacinth, the 12th amethyst. The 12 foundations of the wall had these precious stones, each foundation a different precious stone. Verse 21 and the 12 gates were 12 pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl and the street of the city was pure gold as it were transparent glass. The gates are made of pearls, the largest ever seen and the streets are made of that pure never seen before gold and we will walk on it. Verse 22, and I saw no temple therein, for the Lord Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon. Now the sun and the moon is still there, but there is no need of it, to shine in it. For the glory of the Most High did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. The light of Yahweh and Yahweh's child shine brighter than the sun and the moon. And we won't need the sun and moon for light in Jerusalem. Verse 24 and the nations of them, which are saved shall walk in the light of it. And the Kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it. The nations will walk in the light of it. And we, the Kings of the earth will bring our glory and honor into new Jerusalem. This isn't talking about the wealth of the nations that takes place during the 1000 years where the wealth will flow to us, where the nations will bring all of their gold and jewels to us that will take place during the 1000 years. After the 1000 years, the glory here is talking about us, the Israelites as we go in our glory will go into uh, new Jerusalem. Verse 25, and the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day for there shall be no night there. The gates will remain open because it will never be dark in Jerusalem. It was always a tradition of city ancient cities that when nightfall came that they will close the gates. So we should consider the world that is soon coming. We should consider what it will be like and what will take place after the great white throne judgment and the arrival of new Jerusalem. What then that is what I have set my mind to from time to time. As I meditate on heavenly things, do we sit around and just talk about how the most High destroyed our enemies and set us on top? No, believe me when I tell you that, this is just the beginning of an eternal world that will take us to the farthest reaches of the universe that has trillions of galaxies and the stars of them will live and die and new ones will be created in the eternal endless cycle that is the heavens or space the earth and the israelites are like a mustard seed and will expand beyond our wildest, wildest imagination. The 144,000 will eventually go out and create new life with dirt, just as Christ did here on earth. The blueprint of what we will do is in our own Bible. There will not be a Satan in the gardens we create on other planets that was done once for us and our King Christ. Imagine 144,000 new worlds created in our galaxy. And the rise of those civilizations over the next 10,000 years, worlds that revere the most high. And they themselves begin to venture out into space. Think of the possible and impossible creatures that we might create. Remember, with the Most High, nothing is impossible. Also remember, Christ told us that we are gods. Yes, brothers and sisters, we are gods. John 10 verse 34. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, ye are gods? This is during the time of Christ, and he is reminding them of what he said to King David. And King David wrote it down and put it in Psalms for us today. Psalms 82 verse six. I have said ye are gods and all of you Israelites are children of the most high. Who can argue with that? Christ told us that we are gods and all of us Israelites are children of the most high. But in our present form of flesh, we must die like our ancestors before us. Verse seven. But ye shall die like men and fall like one of the princesses. Letting you know that we Israelites are princesses. Not the scum of the earth that people think we are. We are above that. But we also need to start acting like that. So. Being gods and not making ourselves equal with God, in no way do we make ourselves equal with the Most High or Yahweh Shai. There is a heavenly hierarchy. We too would do as our brother, the King of Kings, did. We will create not another universe, but create life that will fill this galaxy and the billions of billions of galaxies. And you know what? We have all the time in eternity to do it. Isaiah 64 verse 4. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard. Men have not heard this now, nor perceived by the ear. They have not heard this by the ear or perceived it by the ear. Neither hath the eye seen. The eyes have not seen. O Elohim, beside thee what he had prepared for him that waited for him. So the most high has prepared many things for Israel and none of us can fully understand the richness of it, the fatness of it. Paul reminds us of what the prophet Isaiah said in 64, 1 Corinthians two verse nine. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard neither have entered into the heart of man the things which the most high had prepared for them that love him but the most high hath revealed them unto us by his spirit for the spirit searcheth all things yea the deep things of the most high we see our most brilliant wildest imaginations can't come close to the possibilities we will have as gods in the most High's family. He has things prepared for us that have not even entered into our minds. That's how great it is. What happens after the 1000 years? Truly only the most high knows, but he tells us to think on heavenly things and it's okay to think on these things. Even if you're wrong, And like a small child who waits for his father to come home from a trip bearing gifts and wondering what he has brought him, we too wait for our heavenly father as he is in the process of bringing us home to our gifts. Be strong Israel. Keep your hands on the plow, sowing righteousness and your eyes and your mind on the most high because the day of our harvest is coming quickly. Tick tock.